values, and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks so much for being here. We are out at Radio Row or Media Row, whatever you want to call it, because it's not just radio out here at the Super Bowl experience. We It's a great event. We are at the, in the uh, in downtown Phoenix inside the convention center. Um, I, I'm going to shift for just a moment because I can't help myself. Um, if you want to go over to uh, KTAR.com, there is a story that's been written about this guy, uh, an anti-abortion activist, scales a skyscraper in downtown Phoenix. This guy bills himself is the official pro-life Spider-Man, and he was climbing this building to raise awareness for a nonprofit organization called Let Them Live, which aims to provide financial support for women who want to have an abortion because they cannot financially support a child. So our own Griselda Satino was down there. She posted a video on Twitter. If you don't follow Griselda, you should. Great follow on Twitter. There's video of this skyscraper, first of all, that this guy climbed. He's currently raising money for a woman who named uh, a woman named Hope. Hope, who had an abort? Who has an abortion scheduled for Friday? According to Let Them Live. Now, listen. There's a little bit of sarcasm in me, being the pro-life person that I am. That you are a pro-abortion or, uh, organization that is called Let Them Live. Doesn't exactly sound like a, a name that fits. But more so, I talk about activism. I am a big supporter of activism. I think if you believe in something, even if I disagree with you, and you're willing to stand up and and take the figurative arrow so to speak, for doing what you believe in and standing up for what you believe in. I am someone that respects the heck out of that. I really do. Unless, of course, you're a self-serving fool that endangers the lives of first responders in order to raise awareness for something. There's no way you're raising unless people, unless he was getting people to pledge money that for every foot I climb, you're going to donate so much money to an organization. This is a self-serving person that is glomming on to a cause that he may believe in, but he's glomming on to a cause to call himself Spider-Man, come on. This is, again, this is where activism gets out of control. Out of control in this sense. Does it do anything to raise awareness and and appreciation for that organization? Now, I am pro-life. Unapologetically, I am pro-life. But again, I've never called a woman a baby killer. I've never used outrageous language. I understand, at least intellectually, that it is a a horribly difficult decision for 99% of women to make. Um, But the problem I have here is that this isn't about activism in a sense that you're raising awareness for organizations. This is about you getting all the attention. This is, daddy and mommy didn't love me enough when I was a baby, so somebody please pay attention to me. And the problem I have with it is there is enough going on. Think about this. Downtown Phoenix right now is a madhouse with everything that's going on with the Super Bowl. I don't know how many. I've counted a few. I've seen nothing short of 10 cops, and it's not even close, walking around here in the convention center here near Radio Row, making sure that everything is safe. Uh, We know that they are outside of the building. We know that they are all over the city. We know that we have first responders in case there is a medical situation that are ready and on call to deal with a medical situation if it happens. And then what you do is you're going to scale the side of a building, and you're going to put first responders in danger because you want to act like a fool. 
and maybe I'm maybe you think I'm being too harsh, but I'm telling you, even if you're not putting them in a dangerous position, you're taking assets that are necessary in the case of a of a, of a real emergency, so that you don't hurt yourself or God forbid fall on somebody else when you do something stupid. So how in the world does that kind of publicity? Is there anybody out there? And I would love to hear from you if you're someone that found out what this guy was doing and all of a sudden switched over and said, you know what, we need to keep abortion legal and we need to start paying for them for these people. I'm going to look them up and I'm going to donate some money. That's not. This is a self-serving guy that has no consideration for anybody else around him. Not for the first responders that he's inconveniencing, not for the streets that had to be shut down, not for anything. This is just an idiot that did something because he wanted to get attention and take it away from the Super Bowl for a few minutes. And it's, that's another part of this. And I would say the least of which, but it still is an issue. Here we are, Phoenix. Here we are, Valley. Let's call it Maricopa County. Here we are, Arizona, hosting the Super Bowl. We've got amazing things going on. This room that I'm in right now, I can't even describe to you what a buzz is happening in this room. It is uh, you know, radio and television superstars from across the country and across the world that are here to interview guests that are former NFL players and current NFL players and people connected with the league. And it is a buzz for an event that only happens once a year, and it rarely comes to Arizona. And we're doing a phenomenal job. Downtown looks amazing. The signage on the buildings. We have embraced the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl has embraced us. And here we are showing off who we are and how great we can be. And you're going to want to be here, and you wish you were here if you can't be. Our weather is perfect. And we got one moron that climbs up the side of a building. It's just dumb. He didn't raise awareness for an organization. And I will tell you this. If it wasn't such an oxymoron, you wouldn't remember the name of the organization. I had to look down to read it again. Nobody knows who this guy is. Nobody knows who this organization is. He's not raising awareness for a cause. And again, if you listen to the show, I respect people even if I disagree with their cause. I respect activism. I respect anybody that stands up for what they believe in. What I don't respect is when you stand up for something you say you believe in, but in turn, it's just a self-serving, idiotic maneuver so that you can make a fool of yourself and get your name at KTAR.com or in the national news or on the news tonight, and what you've done is endanger lives, that you've displaced assets that were needed for security in case there was a real emergency, you made us look like a fool, but not as big of a fool as you made yourself look like. I vented. I feel better. Um, so now we'll move on. Um, in a moment... We get you caught up on the biggest news stories of the day. We do it every day at 1120. We call it Did You Hear This? And it happens next. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. All right, let's get you caught up on the biggest headlines of the day. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. President Biden will deliver his State of the Union address tonight for the first time in front of a divided government. 
We expect him to highlight that stunningly strong jobs report last month. The unemployment rate now at a 53-year low. And he will argue that his policies, like the bipartisan infrastructure bill and the Inflation Reduction Act, are making Americans' lives better. What are you hoping he talks about tonight? I, I just I know that's what he's going to talk about. I, I don't have a hope for any specific topic, but I want to hear what his plans are. You know, I don't expect him to say we were wrong about there being uh, inflation, that it wasn't transitory, but I want him to acknowledge it in another way and talk specifically about what they're going to do moving forward. If we see a recession this year, what does he expect to happen and how does he want to avoid it? I, I certainly expect him to highlight what he thinks is the best in the government since he's taken over, but I want to hear answers to what's coming and how they plan on handling them. Gas prices are finally heading down. The Energy Department reporting in the past week the average price of regular unleaded dipped five cents to three forty-four a gallon. The exact same price Americans were paying at this time last year. The biggest drop seen in the Midwest, down nine cents a gallon. The cheapest gas right now is along the Gulf Coast at three oh nine a gallon. What do you think are the reasons for the recent decline? Well, I don't know if it's a supply issue. A lot of times it's a supply and demand issue. So maybe the supply is up. We know that a lot of times the issue we heard recently was there were some issues with refineries and these refineries were having um, issues because they were shutting down for maintenance and repair. Hopefully that's behind us and everything else can go really well. You are listening to Did You Hear This? We do it every day at this time to get you caught up on the headlines. Florida Democrat Representative Jared Moskowitz spoke to ABC News about some of the gun control laws in his state. We raised the age to 21 to buy any gun. We instituted red flag laws, which have been used 9,000 times since we put them there. That was passed by a completely Republican House, Republican Senate, uh, and Rick Scott signed that bill. Not one Republican lost their reelection because of that. Are these some potential national solutions that could still protect Second Amendment rights? None of it's a solution. And again, it doesn't matter if Republicans lose their office or not. That's another thing. Everything gets, whenever you disagree with something, whenever you don't agree with something, a political, I don't care which side of the aisle it is, it's because you're afraid. It's a, you're afraid of this. So the Democrats are afraid of the teachers' unions. The Republicans are afraid of the gun lobby and the NRA. Maybe in the end, it's just that people want to do what they believe is the right thing. But I will tell you that going after citizens that are legal gun owners, and that's not the way to stop this problem. This problem is to go after the illegal guns. So we'll see if it's a national solution or not. Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport is gearing up for the Super Bowl, adding more customer service and TSA officers to handle the influx of crowd arriving for the big game. We are anticipating about 180,000 passengers on just the Monday after the Super Bowl. Do you have advice for those visiting Arizona for the first time? Yeah, get there early. And if you're at Terminal 4, visit the Four Peaks Brewery. They have great beer there. That's what I would do. I I, I wouldn't want to travel. when I, I try to travel at off times because I hate those big crowds. But again, in all seriousness, be patient. I mean, you know everybody's stuck. Everybody's going to the same place. Nobody's leaving until everybody's on the plane. So just if you can be nice to each other, be nice to the person in front of you, be, um, I guess, conscious of the person behind you if you're holding them up. And if everybody tries to be a little nicer to each other, you'll get through it a lot easier. It's just the way it is. But it's going to be the day after the Super Bowl, so half the fans are going to be angry. It's going to be the day after the Super Bowl. Half the fans are going to be hungover and angry. So you know it's a recipe for disaster if you're not nice. So just be patient. 
Great job, Julia, for the uh, the nightmare of to, the logistically of trying to make this happen. That was a very good job, as always. Sorry for the slow audio that, there. This is the first time we've Julia and I are together. This is the first time we've sat next to each other. I know. It's kind is of it weird. weird. Isn't yeah. it weird? Because normally we're across from each other. I know. Usually I'm laughing at you through the glass. I know. You, you, <laughs> now I can actually hear you and see you laughing at me. But great job, as always. So I want to ask you, before we go to a break, uh, let me ask you what you think uh, about this. You're a big sports fan as I am. What do you think of this? Well, I've been as big of a radio fan as I have in a sports fan. So to be here has been kind of incredible because I never thought I would be here so early on in my career. So producer Julia is a graduate of Cronkite School of Journalism, but you majored in sports journalism. I did, yeah. They told us sports kids that if we didn't know how to do news, then we were going to be lost. Well, I, listen, you don't have to know anything around here with me. You you figured out already that it's not important to know much, right? No, that's not true. So uh, we're having a great time. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here on Friday. Are you looking... Who would you... If you could meet anybody that could be here... Oh, you mean like... Anybody. Media personality? I don't care. Anybody. Oh, John Jastrzemski. I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, from WFAN. Okay. I used to listen all the time. Yeah. Well, Julia uh, ran into uh, Sal Palantonio Mm -hmm. and actually got his number to call the show. Yeah. Hey, he's going to be coming on tomorrow. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break here in just a moment. And we come up. We got some guests coming up before we finish off the show. We are going to do everything we can to talk about the Super Bowl and the experience. And before it's all over, Jay Perry is going to join us, president and CEO of the Arizona Super Bowl host committee to find out what it takes to put on an event like this. All that's coming up here in just a few moments. Stick around. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. We are having the time of our lives right now. We're having such a great time here, and uh, it's pretty incredible to uh, watch what's happening on Radio Row here with the Super Bowl host committee and uh, what they've been able to put together. This is a great time for us to be here. So I want to uh, tie a couple of topics together. We are going to have the uh, the president and CEO of the Arizona Super Bowl host committee join us in just a few moments. But I want to mix a couple of things. We've been talking a lot about economy and I mentioned earlier my friend Kristen Vence who's a frequent guest on the show. Um, Kristen and I met years ago and she's a retail analyst by trade. That's what she does as a profession is she's a retail analyst and she makes sure she would advise investment groups and people investing billions of dollars of what she believed the retail world was going to do. And she was so right on the money and so good on the air. We became friends and she was a frequent guest And she really teaches me a lot, not just about what she believes, what's going to happen, but why. And she pointed out a couple of things to me. One was that uh, she says meds and eds, which is that's what a a thriving area is, what they look for. One of the things they look for in a city or a a town or an area that's growing and thriving is when people are investing in hospitals and investing in higher education. When you see schools going up and hospitals going up, it's an area that's growing and flourishing. And so one of the stories we had involves Phoenix Children's Hospital and a $400 million investment on two separate hospitals that are growing here in the Valley. In addition to that, the other side of this coin is that Goldman Sachs put out a statement saying that they believe that 35% of the savings that people accumulated during COVID with the money that was being handed out and the savings that they had, um, that they believed that that money 
was uh, dwindling by 35%, and by the end of the year, it's going to be 65%. So there are a couple of things that work in our economy, and that is we are seeing people that are falling further and further behind, but at the same time here in Arizona, we're still seeing investment, we are seeing growth, and we are seeing a, a job market that remains strong, a housing market that although we have seen some of it scale back, it has been, it is, it is still remaining fairly strong. I want to mix that with the topic of immigration. Um, our governor is going to continue busing, and as I've said before, I, um, I, I we don't see eye to eye politically many times, but that doesn't mean I don't respect her. Um, and obviously, she's the governor. She governor. She has a lot of choices that she can make. I would look at the federal government, and I would hope that our governor would do this. I would hope that um, Mark Kelly, Senator Kelly, would do this, and even Senator Sinema, even though she is no longer a Democrat, she's an independent senator. Um, that they are having bending the ear of the White House on solutions. When you look at a couple of things that are holding things back in Arizona, one of them is a workforce. Um, a frequent guest on the show we've had on a number of times is Build Your Future Arizona, and it's trying to entice young people entering the workforce and people that want to change careers into choosing the construction field because of the huge number of people that are leaving the construction or leaving or, or not entering the construction t- trades, the needs we have for them. The statistics. I've used many times is about um, building of homes, just homes themselves. That in your building homes in Arizona, we were building over sixty thousand per year back in the prime of building in Arizona. Now here we are with a demand that's every bit as high as it was back in 06, 07, and uh, it's not happening nearly at that pace. It's about a little under half of that. So why aren't we? It's because of a labor force. If we were really looking, and we do this in the tech industry, we know. And the government understands that in our chip industry, that we are going to see a huge change, and we are going to have a huge need for people in the trades in in those fields who are chip manufacturers. So we are going to be importing people with more visas into this country to work in that area. Why are we not looking at opening the door with the sheer number of people that we have here right now in this country that are coming here and abusing the asylum system? They are making they are leveling false asylum. Claims in order to stay here for a certain amount of time, hopefully forever, but probably not. And why are we not changing that and saying to people, you can apply in your own country or in the first safe country you get to for a visa? And where's work? We've got millions of jobs that are awaiting you, whether it's in the construction field, in the hospitality industry, whatever it is. There is a lot of work out there that Americans need to be done. It's going to bolster our economy. It's going to help with the price of housing in Arizona specifically. We know all that to be true. We continue to say that. One of the ways we're going to try to make their country safer is to spend billions of dollars bolstering the economy of these countries you know, so that they will be able to um, flourish and they won't have the high crime that they've had in the past. Well, why couldn't we do that with their citizens that are working in our country? They're sending money back home. They can come and go across the border. It takes the pressure off the border agents. So the president of the United States is going to be giving a State of the Union address tonight. I don't know what he's going to say about immigration. If he does, I imagine he will talk about the numbers dropping because of their new policy. But I don't even know if he's going to address that because that policy is pretty unpopular with his own, with his party. There are members of his party that are not happy with the idea that they are going to um, make it harder for people to just walk across the border. So I don't know if they'll even address it at all. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in that State of the Union address. I do believe that the president's going to talk about the economy, but we're not going to hear the downside. And I don't blame.
blame him for that either. Again, your State of the Union address, you're going to start it off by saying the State of the Union is strong. I had the privilege of attending a State of the Union address when President Obama was in office. And again, I didn't agree with his policies either. But to be an American in that room and watch our branches of government come together and watch our president, the president of the United States, stand up before everyone, it's, it's you know, as he's introduced into the room, there is this huge cheer from everybody that goes on for minutes and minutes and minutes as the president makes his way down the aisle to the speaker's podium to be introduced. And so all that cheering happens and the president awaits to be introduced and then everybody gets quiet for a moment and then the speaker of the house said it's my privilege to introduce the president of the United States and the whole place goes crazy again for a few minutes and then everybody calms down and everybody sits down and then the president says the state of the union is strong and everybody stands on their feet again. It's all part of the ceremony of what they do but it's all part of Americanism. I mean in in the end we're in this together. I have my political disagreements with people. There are people that I don't trust. I'll be honest with you in both parties but in the end we're in this together. We're going to survive together. We're going to thrive together. We're going to suffer together. Are we doing it the right way? To me that is the biggest question that needs to be asked is are we doing it the right way? Coming up in a moment Jay Perry President CEO of the Arizona Super Bowl Host Committee is going to join me looking forward to asking about this great event that's happening. Opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, just a few minutes left of our first day at the Super Bowl, our experience at the Super Bowl from Media Row, and I can't think of a better way to end this show than to speak with the President and CEO of the Super Bowl Host Committee, Jay Perry. Thanks for stopping by. Oh my gosh, this is a pleasure. You don't look nearly as stressed as I thought you would look. <laughs> What's going on? Let's talk next Monday morning. Uh, okay, that's, okay, I would love to. Yes. Let's do a before and after picture. Perfect. So let's talk about this setup. How long, how many people, how many hours does it take to get your arms around this whole project? I mean, it's an enormous undertaking for Arizona. We have been working on it full time for about 18 months. You know, after receiving the bid from the NFL ownership group in 2018. So there's a ton that goes into this from everything from operations to public safety to transportation to the airport to our hotel hotels or hospitality community. I could go on and on, but it is a complete regional effort here in Arizona. Well, just hurting the cats in this room. I mean, just, you know, the, we're not the easiest people to deal with, but this room, this is a spectacular venue. I've been to a couple of uh, conventions where they nominated presidents. I've done a couple of those. This blows that out of the 